All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Machingon Radio Show podcast. I am your host, Juan Mendoza. On behalf of my baby, Laila Cervantes, Laila Lisa Promotions, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. And of course, our podcast sponsored by Marisol Tequila out of San Antonio, Texas, the new face of tequila. Hopefully, everybody's having a great week. I know everybody's uh, still trying to recover after fanfare. I know we are, too. We're still trying to get everything back organized. And uh, it's a little hard after a week after fanfare, you know, spending four days out there um, meeting people and uh, seeing fr- uh, friendly faces, people we haven't seen in a few years thanks to the pandemic. But uh, we had a great time out there. Hopefully you guys did, too. And uh, we're here, ready to do another show for you guys. Uh, this show right here, this podcast is very special. Uh, about a month ago, we had set up an interview with the awesome gentleman, a legend in this industry, and his name is Juan Guerrero. Unfortunately, he uh, passed away a few weeks ago, and we were not able to do the, the show. But we have a young lady here who's going to be uh, filling in, and we're going to be talking about his career, his life, and of course, we're talking about his daughter, Miss Gigi Guerrero. Gigi, how you doing? Hello, Juan. First, I want to thank you and, and uh, your lovely wife, Lila, for... Um, uh, allowing this opportunity to uh, speak from uh, about my dad. Um, of course, we were excited about him doing the interview with you guys. Uh, we had set the date. We had planned. Um, so uh, now it's going to be just me. But I know what he wanted to talk about, and and I and and so you know we had kind of planned it out. He had some notes that mm-hmm. I found, and and so. Um, well, and I want to thank you guys for the opportunity. No, thank you so much. And our, our hearts and prayers and condolences go to you and the family. I, I know that was very devastating. And, of course, it it took a, a hit on the industry as well because he was a legend in this industry. He's been around for many years and uh, had a lot of great songs. And, of course, you know, the originator of Yatevi, you know, he was the main one that started that. And, of course, you know, the song has been sung by many, many other artists since then. And uh, yeah, we were excited about it. You know, we were, we tried to get the interview months and months ago, and I know he he was very sick at some points. You know, been in in and out of the hospital, and uh, I wanted to you know schedule the interview. And uh, you know, I've been a fan of his for for many years, and I, you know, it was just uh, it was very sad. You know that that happened. I can imagine for you guys as well. Well, yes, devastating is a good word, um, but normally. I, I think I, I, like I was just telling a friend of ours, I think I'm in, in denial mode as part of the, of the phase. Um, so it's to be functional Yeah. and, and, yeah. you know, and, and because I need to go on there, there's, that's what my dad stressed so much. He knew, he knew this day was coming. He wasn't sure when he didn't want it to be this soon. Mm-hmm. But one thing he did stress is that, you know, the the music goes on, the, the show goes on his. And my job as his daughter is to, you know, let Juan Guerrero live forever with his music, you know, uh, with his compositions. And there's so many, so many, you know, Yatevi, yes, it, it was a, a big hit. It went yeah. in, in, yeah. into a, um, you know, it's it's like, like somebody mentioned, it's like an anthem for female singers. Yeah. Uh, how, I mean, I am... I, I remember the first time I even heard it as karaoke. Like I called my dad, like "Puppy, I your songs on karaoke. They're like karaoke." It. <laughs> <laughs> it was so exciting for us, you know. I mean, what an honor! Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it is every time we hear that song, anybody singing it, it's an honor. That's my dad. Yeah. I remember when he um, created that song in La Sala there in our house, you know. And and so to hear it go on and on. Um, it, it's just such an honor and, and just a testament to his talent uh, as a composer, mm-hmm. as an artist, and, and you know, I hope it lives on forever. Yeah, of course, he had many other songs, you know, besides that one. Uh, there was one, uh, Dide Que Color, which is an awesome song, and uh, we're going to play it here in a little while. Uh, Tres Mujeres, yes. you know, Ya Te Vi, and of course, his recent ones, you know, you guys had uh, did, uh, I think, last year, actually, uh, you know, you did one called uh, Pero Eso No, uh, which is featuring yeah. you. And then, of course, yeah. uh, his last one, which is uh, Si Muero Lejos de Texas, which is, uh, you know, kind of um, we, we, me and uh, Rick Garcia had talked about it last week. And we was like, you know, it's kind of ironic that he did that as his last song, you know, one of his last songs. 
Well, you know, we had thought so too. I thought so too, but I actually sent um, a snip of some of the notes. Like, I've, oh, there's, I mean, my dad has thousands of songs yeah. yet to be recorded. And I've just been thumbing through a few of them, and I found a little note, and mm-hmm. it was dated June 15th, 2021. Mm-hmm. And it actually said, This will probably be my last uh, song that I write. Wow. And I'll be going into the studio with Rick Garcia to record it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, last year, uh, last week, actually, uh, during one of the events, me and Rick Garcia had sat down for about a half an hour. And usually when me and Rick, you know, sit down, it's, I'm sure you, you know this from experience, you know, Rick can talk and he has a lot of stories to tell, <laughs> you know, and I can imagine that you and your father did as well. But, you know, Rick, we were talking about it and, and I had brought it up about Juan Guerrero, you know, I had to, you know, just say that, you know, during the interview, because I know he was one of the last ones that worked with them. And, uh, yeah. you know, so, you know, we gave our condolences on the air on that. And, uh, yeah, he had a lot of great things to say about about your father and, you know, the music and everything else. And we were talking about the last song. And I guess that's the way he wanted to go out with that one. So, um, but, yeah, Rick Garcia had a lot of great things, you know, CHR Records, you know. And I, I know they worked for they worked together many years before that, you know, during the Hacienda years. Yes, as a matter of fact, the uh, Ya TV was recorded under the Hacienda label with Rick yeah. Garcia yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, the first recording with my dad. And, uh, yeah, so Be the Color, Sweet Candy Baby, a lot, a lot of those were recorded under Hacienda Records. And so, yeah, the, uh, the history with Rick Garcia goes back uh, way back. And uh, we were very fortunate and uh, that he was, you know, um, there to 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 uh back us up now that my dad i mean my dad just just one day after you know he was he, uh, he, in 2020 just like the song says uh muerte. he actually passed away mm-hmm. they brought him back and thank god they brought him back in in uh, um in 2020 and so one day he just says well uh and we're going back to, into the studio yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever, you know, it's whatever puppy said. And so, and that, and that she's like, I've got a song and you're going to record one too. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. nice. And, and, uh, and Rick Garcia was, was, was just, um, you know, more than willing to oblige. And, you know, it, it was such a great, uh, recording. We had David Lee Garza mm-hmm. playing the, uh, playing the accordion. And I believe it was Ruben Garza as well was, was, well, I helped out with the recording. Armando Hinojosa was there too, uh, also known as Chorea from Fabulosos Cuatro. I mean, it was just a great experience and um, didn't know it was going to be the last one. I hoped it wasn't, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it was. Was it kind of like a mini reunion, I guess, type of, day, uh, type of thing, you know, back from the Hacienda years? Because I know a lot of these guys played back then uh, during the old Hacienda years. Oh, yeah. My dad loved that. See, I mean... He it really, my dad was, was a real, was a homebody. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, he was a homebody. But when he went out to presentations, to uh, awards and stuff like that, and he just loved hanging out with all of his buddies, you know, Eddie Perez, uh, Carlos Guzman, Armando Hinojosa. I mean, I could just go on and on and, and throw out some names, but, you yeah. know, best of the best. And mm-hmm. they were his friends, and they were his good friends, and, and he loved them. And, um, and, you know, because my dad was an only child, he, well, he had a sibling, a sister, but he was raised as an only child. And okay. so a lot of the musicians that were part of Los Chicanos, were, they were like our tios, man. They were like my dad's brother, Snowball. They mm-hmm. were like my tío Snowball, you know, because he he would, he had uh, Juanino Hosa. You know, the, these guys were people that were my dad's friends. And to us, they were like our tios because they were that close. Um, that was as close as my dad could have as brothers, his musical brothers. Mm-hmm. And so it was an honor for me to be hanging out with my dad. A lot of the times, you know, and I the chicle, you know, my dad would say, you want to go? Like, oh, yeah, I want to go, you know. <laughs> and I, I'm so grateful now that, that I did go that many times with my dad to a lot of those events. And he would say, this is, you know, this is Buga from Quemado. This is blah, blah, blah. And this is blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. you know, let's take pictures. Yeah. You know, I took pictures with people that are gone already, a lot of people that are gone now, like uh, Mando de la Garza Mandito, that was a guitar player for, for Fabulosos Cuatro, then mm-hmm. David Lee Garza, you know. I mean, just all these 
giants in the music business. And I was just, well, I'm just one girl's daughter hanging out here, you know. But uh, I, I, I was so fortunate that my dad was among those greats. Yeah. And I was able to, to, you know, rub elbows with these guys and, and, um, and um, you know, what an honor. And I, I'm, I'm happy that um, that's, the, that's what my dad's life was. Yeah. I mean, and he loved it. He loved, you know, reuniting with his friends and joking and yeah. laughing. I mean, oh, my goodness. So much fun, so much yeah. fun that yeah. was had. I bet I understand. Um, I wanted to give your dad the la- the last say so, and I know you said that he had some uh, some notes written down. Uh, what exactly were consisted on them notes that he wanted to touch upon? Uh, you know, it, it was it was kind of like a timeline, like like when he started. When he started when he was eleven years old, he would play in the, he was playing accordion in the fields where where his parents worked, and he would play for money. And he had that down. He had that accordion playing in fields, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And then he started playing with Los Hermanos Banda uh, when he was 14 or 15. And as a matter of fact, Rafael Rodriguez from Los Hermanos Banda sent me a, a recording that my dad, when he was playing saxophone, because they, they had heard about this great saxophone player, and they went to look for him. And they thought it was like, you know, they knew it was a young guy, but they didn't know it was a kid. And they found him playing outside, and they're like, we're looking for Juan Guerrero, the saxophone player. And... And my grandma was like, well, that's him, <laughs> that kid playing out there, you know. Yeah. And But he, he was just so talented, my dad. And not just, um, you know, as his daughter, what can I say? He was, but he was very talented beyond um, uh, any abilities that I have, you know. But he he was just, that, that he was born to do music. And so the, one of his notes was Hermanos Banda. And uh, then it goes on to Los Mandrills with Oscar Villarreal. Uh, where they recorded that mega hit, Amor Imposible. Mm-hmm. They were with Falcon Records. They were set to go out to Puerto Rico. No other band, and my, you know, and no other band has since, you know, had such a hit in, from locally to, you know, to Puerto Rico. Yeah. And they were going, they were, they were planning that tour. I actually talked to Nano Ramirez, and he, he talked about how they already, Falcon Records already had the plane tickets for them to go to Puerto Rico for for the for a concert over there. Uh but sadly Oscar Real was killed um by a drunk driver. Wow. And so that 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 changed my dad's life into uh having his own band which uh and then he had Los Chicanos and then it said uh Huelgas, which I know that meant that the reason he named the group was um one of his uh um the original Los Chicanos was uh, the brothers Beto and Roy Garza, and they were Brown Berets in the Huelgas de Cesar Chavez. Mm. So when my dad was naming his band, they said, it has to be Los Chicanos, Los Chicanos. And so my dad said, well, let's change the spelling. <laughs> so instead of Chicanos, C-H-I-C-A-N-O-S, yeah. he spelled it S-H-E-E-K-A-N-O-S, Los Chicanos de Juan Guerrero. And that's where that started. So those are the kind of notes that he had on there. Oh, wow. um, kind of like his timeline, you know, and it hurt me to see that because I was like, he was kind of like mapping out his life and um, putting his own, starting his own bio, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, and so th- those are the kind of things he, he, he had on there. Well, I'm glad, um, mm-hmm. I'm glad you got to share it with us. You know, I just, uh, I talked to him for like two minutes, you know, asking, hey, would, you know, would you like to do an interview? I guess at, at some point I talked to him and he was like, yeah, and he kept it brief and, you know, we, we ended the conversation. So at least, you know, it was two minutes I got to talk to him in person. Um, <laughs> but tell us how, how he was away from the industry. I mean, how was he at home, you know, with the family? Well, and that's, and I believe that's the reason he is such a great songwriter is because he had this giant heart. I was writing my notes myself. And one thing that I wanted to say that not, he had such a passion for music. He was so talented, but because he had such a giant heart. I mean, my dad took care of my grandma when she started getting sick mm-hmm. until she passed. He took care of my grandpa, and he actually ended up with heart surgery but and came back from heart surgery and finished taking care of my grandpa until he passed. And then my brother was diagnosed with a terminal illness um, uh, and stage liver disease. And he took care of him. I mean, there was, he did not leave his side. 
until my brother passed away in 2017. And actually when uh, my dad got his, uh, my brother got his liver transplant in San Antonio at the Methodist Hospital, mm-hmm. transplant hospital, they, they, the nurses and the doctors got together and told them that they fought very hard for my brother to make it because they saw the dedication of the father, you know, nonstop, day, night, you know, and that's the kind of dad he was. And his, I mean, an amazing dad, mm-hmm. an amazing dad. Amen. His love for us was unconditional. You know, he never judged. He never criticized. He would give us pointers. He would give us suggestions. But as a father, I mean, I, I, I was so blessed. We were so blessed to have such a loving father. And um, it, it, it went on until his dying day. Mm-hmm. You know, even as a matter of fact, when he came back from, from his, uh, his, I guess we we'll call it his first death in 2020, um, he he videotaped himself telling us, when this actually happens again, and I actually don't come back, don't cry for me, don't don't mourn me like you did. You did that already. You already knows how it feel knows. You already know how it feels for me to have gone. Don't torture yourself again. Don't dwell where I was at. Don't dwell around my things. And, he's, and he said, don't dwell around my things like I do around your brother's things. That's very painful. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. So even after death, he has instructed us on how to take care of ourselves and how to um, live our lives. And um, I, what what more of a blessing than that? That was the kind of person he was I mean he just loved I mean his heart was just ginormous he just you know he was such a big heart that's why a lot of his songs and, and believe me it wasn't just Yatevi he has so many songs that are just I mean heartfelt because yeah. that's the way my dad was there's some there's some uh, there's uno de nuestro aniversario and, and stuff like that and there's just these beautiful flowing words that come out of that beautiful heart of my dad's that that are just beautiful mm-hmm. and it was because that's who he was he was such a loving person he was a, a I mean a caring you know cariñoso you know there was the I remember I'll never forget when I first saw him after his first death um, and I, I couldn't wait to just run in and tell him that I loved him and I ran in and I told him I love you and he looked at me and he said I loved you first. So that's, that's who Juan Guerrero was and is, will always be in our hearts. Yeah. How is the rest of the family right now at this point? We're all dealing, well, actually, the, the, we, we're not a big family. <laughs> it's just me and my sister left and, and his wife, Ginger. Mm-hmm. And we're all dealing, you know, we're all just... Uh, dealing with with uh, it, we're just taking it day by day uh you know we have a bad day and, or mad bad moment and we try to move on and we try to take his advice what he told us mm-hmm. not to dwell you know we had a great time with him we i mean actually you know he had that last recording and then we went out and did that concert at the citrus fiesta and mission and we went on, on a float in the parade for the Citrus Fiesta uh, the next day on the Saturday. I mean, and we played live from beginning to end. And they gave us the option, well, you can play recorded music or you can play live. And my dad said, we're playing live. Mm-hmm. And, he, he t- and he was so brilliant. He was so brilliant. He figured out a way to have enough um, battery juice so that the equipment would, you know, run the possible four hours that we didn't know how long it was going to take in the parade and and we did and we played live all the way through all the way to the end until there was no more people and all the parade floats were lining up to you know disband and we were still playing we still had juice in there because of his genius you know um setup that he made yeah so um he went out with a bang, and I even told him, you know, Father, if you, if you kick off after this, you're going to go out with a bang. And we laughed. Mm-hmm. But that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. So, 
So, um, yeah. your your part in this, uh, this, these last recordings, have you ever sang with them before? Have you ever sang any of his songs before, or was this the first one? Uh, the Por Eso No, oh. Pero Eso No. <laughs> that one my, it was a song my dad wrote. I also, well, well, I mean, I can't help it. My dad, I always saw and heard my dad write songs. I write songs, too, and actually one of my songs was recorded in the, let's see, what was it? The Hacienda Label. No, no, no. Yes, yes, in the label. Uh, Donde está papá? And uh, I, yeah, writing songs along with my dad, uh, singing along with my dad. We've been singing with my dad, and that's why we were uh, inducted into the Tejano Roots Hall of Fame. My sister and I and my brother, because we had been in the, we had been, we ended up being Los Chicanos mm. uh, since mm. around 1986. And so, I mean, and we're. We're talking, that was our bread and butter. That's what put the roof over our heads. That's what put food on the table. So we were gigging from Tuesday to Sunday at the clubs, at the, you know, at the at the roadhouses, at the, you know, wherever we got gigs. And we would just, we were, we were not out there at the, at the fanfares. We were not out there at the, you know, giant arenas. We weren't, we were making a living. We were, that was, that was our bread and butter. Yeah. So... Yeah. So that's what we were gigging. We were gigging just, you know, day, night, day, night, one day off. Y vamos otra vez. Yeah. And um, yeah, I want to say uh, congratulations to you guys. You know, I know your father got inducted a couple years ago, actually, into the, the Hunter Woods Hall of Fame. And then uh, yeah. you guys were inducted this year. And I, I wish yeah. I could have been there. You know, the, the COVID thing was still. Yes, you a, were inducted as well. Yes, yes. yes. true. Um, yeah, I guess it was. Congratulations, by the way. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Congratulations to you guys. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I guess COVID had spiked. Yeah, and for that, what a way to, for my dad to go. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, what a way for my dad to go, actually, and that was another thing I forgot to mention, to see all his three children get inducted in Hall of Fame. My brother posthumously, but just as well inducted. And my dad had actually been inducted in 2002 as a pioneer of the Hunter music. Mm -hmm. So he had been in there since 2002. And then to see all his children get inducted, he accepted the award for my brother on his behalf. And we, well, we accepted our own awards. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, you know, uh, our, 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 we lived for making our dad proud of us. We lived for that. And that was our, our purpose. We feel a little lost now, you know, because, well, we, my, my brother passed in 2017, then my mom passed in 2018, mm -hmm. and now we lost our dad. So it's just me and my sister. And, and but you know what, what, what? What a way to go for my dad to see all of his children get inducted and and you know, just go out with a bang with a concert and and we're very happy for that and and we're grateful for the legacy that that will continue. I will continue to push his songs. I will. There's a lot of material still yet mm -hmm. to be discovered. Yeah. And 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 that's how I feel. I'm going on. I'm gonna go on by continuing his legacy continuing to push all the beautiful music that he made. And, you know, and, and I know you've mentioned Yatevi, yes, in the Tejano world, mm -hmm. that was big. But he wrote some songs for Ramon Ayala that went into other realms, or other genres. Yeah. Uh, like, Que Mas Quieres Corazón, mm -hmm. Quisiera Tener Alas, mm -hmm. uh, Jardín Olvidado. And those went into, well, with, with Ramon Ayala, and then they went into Banda. I mean, people like Larry Hernandez have recorded it, Julio Preciado. Uh, Remy Hernandez. I mean, we're talking big names that have recorded my dad's music in the in other genres. So yes, Yatevi was big in the Tejano world, and mm -hmm. it is, and I hope it will continue to be. Yeah. And I know, uh, like Eddie Perez mentioned, that my dad regañó a todos at the at the awards because he said, you know, you all to you all need to make new music. You know, you keep recording the same thing over and over. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, well, no, papi, because they need to sing your song over and over. <laughs> you know? That's what I was thinking. But but he meant, you know, bring some new stuff. And 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 I was thinking about it, and we talked about it. I said, well, you know, Selena didn't get to the top by recording everybody's old songs over and over. No, she brought new stuff. Yeah. And to, you know, and Tejano's coming back strong. I see it. I'm, I'm watching it on Facebook every day. I love so many women that are coming onto the scene. Yeah. And I know how hard it is. I know how hard it is. I, we were blessed to have my dad as our backup and my brother. And I mean, I can't imagine for those ladies out there that are doing it on their own, kudos to them and all the power to them that que, que Dios las bendiga and, and keep on 
you know, bringing Tejano back because they're doing it. Yeah. And I know Shelly Lares has um, retired now, but she said she's going to be on the sidelines mm-hmm. pushing other artists. And, you know, and that's how it should be. We should be holding each other up and, 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 and helping each other out. And so uh, it, it's, it's a wonderful thing that I see happening, that Tejano is coming back strong. And, um, you know, I... I I I am amazed that that uh, to see so many women on there, and so proud of that because yeah. I know how hard it is. I know, I know the gigging is hard, and then you know if you're still you're holding down a job, you're coming home two three in the morning, and then you got to be up by seven. But you do it because you love it, yeah. and so I know they're out there because they love it, and you know, and that's when you have the passion for it. That's when you're successful, and you know, and kudos to all those ladies out there that are doing that. Yeah. No, I, I agree that there needs to be a lot of new music and there's a lot of new music out there that just hasn't been heard yet. But, you know, mm-hmm. stubborn as FM and AM radio, and I understand their formats and stuff, but they're just stubborn <laughs> that they don't want to play none of the new stuff. You know, we live close to San Antonio where we hear all three stations that, that are there. You know, two of them are oldie stations. One plays predominantly Norteño light music. And then, all, of course, all the oldies, but goodies, they have no room for the new stuff, you know, so... We get yeah. together with all these internet stations and they're all playing all the new stuff already. By the time it gets to FM station, you know, it's already been like three months later. You know, we're like, yeah, we already heard all that stuff, you know. So, <laughs> but no, I, I agree with yeah. that. I agree with that. You know, it's just, uh, and I and I applaud all the ladies too because the ladies are doing a, a tremendous job right now. And uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a little early Christmas present too because, uh, you know, Lila's going to be doing her, the first ever all women's uh, list, you know, of, of most played songs that are on the station, but the women only. And, uh, uh-huh. and I've been, I've been monitoring it every, every day because I have to, I have to get all the list of all the songs that have been played at random, you know, throughout the station throughout the day, you know, because of the mm-hmm. metadata and the separation rules and all this other stuff. So that way you can collect your royalties. I have to go uh-huh. through all that list. And I have to take out all the men, all the groups, unless they have women leads. And I think, uh, as far as I've seen, uh, Juan Guerrero de los Chicanos, because of Por eso, uh, Pero Eso No, was on that list. But, of course, I'm not going to name it Juan Guerrero de los Chicanos. I'm going to name it Gigi Guerrero de los Chicanos. So you're going to be a part of I'm sure you're a part of that list. So, yeah, as one yeah. of the oh, ladies wow. of Tejano. So as, as if these groups have a female lead in it, that's the ones that are going to go mm-hmm. on there. So. Oh, um, that is so awesome! <laughs> thank that, you. That list will be out on the on the first, actually April first. You know, it's going to be the first ever list like this for any radio station or or Tejano list at all. Period. You know, where it's featuring all women because you know, like I said, like you said, you know, the women are right now are taking over. You know, they're doing awesome things. Yes. And every other yes. every other day, you know, we're getting a new a new single featuring a female lead, or they're collaborating yes. together. You know, and, you know, we got a couple of them the other day and I still got to actually put it out there and they're, they're <laughs> doing great. And Shelly Lattis is an awesome uh, artist, you know, been in the business 40 years. This is her last year. And I get random phone calls from Shelly, you know, saying, hey, we got to do this and this and that. And I applaud you for this and this and that. And she'll go on for about 30 minutes. And it's, just, it's, <laughs> it's awesome when I get those phone calls from Shelly and it's like, drop everything. She's calling, you know, let and so, yeah, so she yeah. has to say so you know she's an inspiration oh, yeah. not only to women oh, yeah. not only to artists and not only to radio stations you know she's a an inspiration for everybody yeah she's advocating uh not just the hano but especially uh female singers in the, in, in la onda and you know it, it, that, that's what that's the beautiful thing beautiful thing about it you know don't be stepping on anybody pick mm-hmm. everybody up lift everybody up let's get let's get everybody out there and up there, you know, and I, you know what I want to mention that when we saw that Gigi Guerrero de los Chicanos, my sister's like, I didn't even notice. I was like, Oh, you know, <laughs> um, you know, it was, it was a little cringy to, to just think about what had happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, my dad's not interviewing, it's going to be me. Yeah. And then she, and then my sister's like, wait, it's says Gigi Guerrero de los Chicanos. So that's right. I said, you know, I like that. And I was like, you know what? We are Los Chicanos. Me and you are Los Chicanos. Mm-hmm. And we called up our, our old drummer, Sam Lopez, and we're like, you know what? I think we still have a band. I mean, you know, Papi's gone, but we we had record we recorded the music, we practiced the music, you know, it's there. And I mean, I don't know right now if Gigi Guerrero Los Chicanos will go on performing live, but 
uh, well, I don't know. You know, I still, like I'm telling you, we're taking day by day as it goes, and and Gigi Cordero, Los Chicanos might be somebody that's, uh, you know, out there. I, I see it. I see it. I see it happening. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool. That's, yeah. A, that's, what, that's one of the questions I was going to ask you is, you know, are you guys going to record... Are you guys going to change the name, you know, or just go at Los Chicanos or Gigi Guerrero Los Chicanos or, you know, are you guys going to be performing, you know, I mean, of course, step by step, you know, you guys got to, yeah. you know, you guys are mourning right now at this point, you know, maybe yeah. later on in time, are you guys going to, yeah. you know, say, hey, let's go in the studio, let's record as this or this name or this name? Well, you know, being a, a daughter of a songwriter, uh, the way I took out one of my more, the way to mourn was to make my uh a song and uh you know como se vive sin un padre oh dios déjame saber mm-hmm. que mi alma está llena de angustia yeah. mi padre acaba de fallecer and so uh i wrote that and that was just it was just flowing it was it was one of those things where the words were already there they were just flowing i'm sorry i've got my chihuahua getting mad <laughs> so um yeah, uh, the the music, the legacy that my father leaves behind, is is awesome. Uh, I uh, my daughter, which is Juan Guerrero's only granddaughter, she is an amazing musician. Uh, she is not interested in the music world right now, but I don't know. Maybe I might convince her. <laughs> but she's 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 an amazing musician as well. I mean, she is. At one time, my dad even said, um, um, "She's got more talent than I do." So, for s- my dad to say that. Yeah. You said your your dad left a lot of music behind. Now, these, were these recordings already, or were they just uh, songs that have been written and never never touched? Uh, no, there's, there's, I need to go through uh, his, um, his multi-track recorder. Mm-hmm. He had a lot, there's a lot of finished songs there. Mm-hmm. A lot of finished songs. I need to go through it. That's part of, I think, and that's what helping me cope is that there's a lot of stuff to do mm-hmm. and one thing is going through all the music sorting it out which one is just lyrics which ones are actually complete songs because that's what he would do i mean you know that was his life that that was his destiny in life is to be a musician and he would spend hours and hours in his music room and just writing writing away uh, you know um recording away recording new songs um uh on his on his multi-track recorder, and so um, there's a lot of there's a lot of songs yet to discover on there. I just haven't, I I still haven't gotten there yet. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take <laughs> baby a baby bit. steps, baby steps, yeah, baby steps to get there. But yeah, he left a lot of music and a lot of, and even uh, the music from beforehand. Like when he was recording for Falcon Records, I mean, those some of those songs are just oh my goodness. Uh, Nino, um, Que Mas Quieres Corazón. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff. And, and I was thinking, and I had told my dad, you know what, Papi, I think I'm just going to record all your songs. And he's like, okay, just tell me when, <laughs> you know. And But we never got around to it. So maybe this will be the time to do it and, and just bring back all those awesome songs. And, and even though, like you said, don't stop playing the, the same songs. And, yeah. and in my heart, I thought, well, you know, a lot of this new generation hasn't heard any of the songs from the 70s. Yeah. I mean, they didn't, they, not even their parents existed, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so it would be new to them. It would be new to them. And um, we're going to try to push as much as we can. Some of, some of the stuff is uh, a lot of people have uh, posted it on YouTube. They post my dad's music mm-hmm. on YouTube. And um, some of them are better recordings than the ones I had. <laughs> and, you know, and... <laughs> and that's okay, you know, that's okay. My dad was never one to to fight about um the rights to his songs and stuff like that and that's that's a big issue that maybe will come out later after I, I recover or if I ever recover. But um my dad would always say, There's plenty where that came from. I could just write another song. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. well. And so he he never worried. But now it's like, Well, puppy, you can't make any more songs, so but I will dig through all of them. I mean, he's got so much music. And now a lot of it that was recorded back in the 60s and the 70s, and even some in the 80s. I mean, some of that stuff that he recorded with us in the record is just, oh, my goodness. It, it's just unbelievable. And it just, 
you know, Yatevi was the only one that, that hit, but there were so many others that, you know, either either left you crying or, or you know, left you thinking. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. he was a fabulous yeah. writer, you know, and, and he didn't just, he didn't like the song, you know, Oh, Yo Te Quiero, Tu Me Quieres, and that's it. You know, he wa- he liked to write a story. He mm. liked to make a story about it, you know. Mm. And and that's what made him a great writer as well. Yeah. That, you know, he, he left an image in your in your mind of, of the song, just like Yate Me, you know, you can see, you can see the guy coming in all drunk and, you know, <laughs> you can see it in your mind when you hear it. Yeah. And, and that's what yeah. he liked to do. He, he liked to, you know, create uh, music that, that was different yeah. and that was, you know, fun and entertaining. That's what it should be. Yeah. Um, I, I actually missed out on all this on the, on the eighties Tejano scene. You know, I was, I grew up in California at that point and uh you know i missed out on the all the hacienda music that it came out and i i didn't really honestly and i said this plenty of times i didn't discover all this until i got into radio you know to like 2003 or 2004 when i actually got into it that's when i started hearing all this other all this other music and stuff i i first heard yatevi of course elsa garcia made a big hit from it and stuff right and then of course later on in the years you know ramoniela covered it and then uh, a few years ago, I guess Signal had covered it, you know, and of course uh-huh. you hear it all the time, you know, during the the festivals, you know, all the women want to sing yeah. it. Of course, uh, that's a women's yeah. anthem. Uh, but yeah. I, I didn't hear about I didn't hear about all these songs, you know, I, uh, and it was new to me. Like like you say, the new generation, you know, maybe they'll discover the seventies and eighties, you know, music, and that was me. That was discovering all these songs from Hacienda yeah. Records, you know, like like your dad, and of course uh, Showband USA, and. Uh, all these yeah. other great groups that came out of there and i was like wow this is awesome yeah. i love this music and i started discovering more of your dad's music and all these other great artists from that came out of that era i was like man this is awesome stuff you know and but i i love it you know yeah. it's it's amazing and, and, and yes yeah and yeah and just like you said it was new to you it it, it is new to to the new generation of of, of the Hano people the new little um uh, um uh, uh, I guess a group of Tejanos that are coming up. Mm. Uh, you know, it's it's they haven't heard it before. It, it it will be new to them. It is new to them, you know. So yeah, and just like you, you you discovered uh, just recently, and and that's how it will be for a lot of people. And that's what I want to push because uh, I'm I'm my job until I die will be to make sure that my dad doesn't die. That he will live on through music. Yeah. So then. The new uh, the new tracks that you guys have out was it a full CD that you guys had out or was it just a few songs and the CD was never completed? It was just it was it was just those two. He had four more that we were gonna go back into the studio. Uh, and, and I yet, like I said I yet yet to find them. Not too sure where they are, but he had told me he had four more. We were gonna go back into the studio. Um. So, but no, we, for CHR Records. Uh, with David David Lee Garza and uh, Ruben Garza, we only did Simuero uh, Lejos de Texas and Pero Eso No. Nice, nice. So, um, so you're gonna be finding a bunch of other tracks. Are are these uh, gonna be like? You're gonna be coming out with new singles. Or are you gonna try to complete this one with uh, with the old songs that he has out, just to give him a voice, you know, one last time? <laughs> I um I, I haven't decided yet where where I want to go with that, but uh, I already have you know Rick already said whenever you're ready you know mm. studio there, so you know and uh, also uh, uh, Chris Rodriguez in his studio he's like whenever you you know whenever I come over but you know just let me know, so the the options are there the opportunities are there thanks 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 to God and thanks to my dad and and his musical career um those options are available now to me because of him Mm -hmm. and so i i I, and now i just need to decide what what i want to do with that right now i'm an elementary teacher and that takes up most of my time (laughs) so but summer's coming (laughs) (laughs) hard work so yeah that's right so um um you know the next steps are are something that I have to uh, decide with my sister, you know, what do we want, what do we want to do now? Mm-hmm. You know, but she already said, let's, we can still play, you know, yeah. everybody's ready to go. Yeah. So um, do I want to, can we, will that, that will be the question. Yeah. Can we do, you know, well, yeah, can, can we go on without father? Cause yeah. father was, I mean, he was, he was the leader of the band, just mm-hmm. like Dan Foley said, he was the leader of the band and, 
and um, you know, without his direction, we um, we feel a little lost right now. I mean, what, yeah. what can we say? We feel yeah. a little lost without without our band leader, without our father, without our family leader. But um, like he told us, we need to go on. Like yeah. we'll go on. Would you ever, if you guys were to continue, what do you what do you want it that way? To with the, with oh, the yes. music. Oh yes, definitely, and that, that that is for sure. I mean, that was his life. That was his legacy. That was his his passion. So yes, of course, he he, he was so excited because my my nephew took up the drums, mm-hmm. and one of the last things he did was buy him a drum set to get him going, and uh, so he he just loved that. That that's what he wanted for us, you know. And, and but he never pushed us. Yeah, he never pushed us when, when we were kids. Actually, when we were little kids, he didn't want us in the business. He didn't want us in the business. He didn't like, he saw, you know, a lot of the stuff. And even especially back then, mm-hmm. you know, it was not, not for kids. Yeah. And, um, and as we grew, well, we, we were in his band, but we were with my dad. I mean, get the pasar with your dad, yeah. you know. So um, he was uh, very protective of us. Um, so, but he, did, did he want us to go on? I'm sure he did. I'm sure he does. Yeah. I'm sure he does. Nice. Well, um, do you have any final words for like all the fans and everybody who's ever worked with Juan Guerrero? I I would like to take this opportunity to thank everybody that ever uh, listened to Juan Guerrero, liked his music, loved his music, was his fans. There was a lot of fans sending me messages that they're lifelong fans and and that, you know, they puppy played at their wedding and puppy played at the quinceanera and, you know, or they, they just love his music and from all over the place. And what else as his daughter, but to be so grateful to all the fans out there that keep his music alive and will continue loving his music, you know, and, and, and I'm very grateful for that. We are very, as a family, we're very grateful for that. I mean, every time we see any little post talking about my dad, I mean, like, you know, we get excited and it, it's, you know, it's, it's heartwarming. Mm-hmm. And um, to, to see that, so I'm very grateful to everybody. Um, all the musicians, all of my, my dad's musical brothers, um, thank you for being so good to my dad. Thank you for being there for him. Thank you for the laughs. Thank you for the barbecues. And <laughs> thank you for, you know, all, all the nice stuff. Melvia Arrello's out there, too. All the, all the good stuff and all the happy memories that they've shared with us. I am so thankful. We are so thankful for all of that. Because that, mientras que no se muera en nuestro, en nuestro corazón, nunca va a morir. There you go. Yeah. Thank everybody for that. Yeah, and uh, big shout out, like I said, going out to Mr. Rick Garcia, CHR Records. Uh, oh, I, th- yeah. I think it was a very hard subject when we talked about it. You know, I, I didn't want him to, to, I know I'd heard him, and I want, I didn't want him to break down in the middle of, of a public area, you mm-hmm. know, like that. So it was, yeah, it was a very yeah. difficult situation, but it was one of the, yeah. it was one of the things that we had to talk about at that point, you know, because he was uh, one of the last ones to work with him, you know, professionally and stuff, and he knew him for yeah. many, many years. So, um, yeah, big shout out going out to Mr. Rick Garcia. Um, oh, definitely. But thank you so much for this. You know, I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm going to take it to heart. You know, uh, I wanted to interview your dad for a long time. And uh, yeah. I think around the time when the when the when the awards came around is when I started, you know, trying to get a contact, you know, trying to figure out, you know, how can we get a hold yeah. of him? And uh, so unfortunately, I couldn't meet you guys at that point. And unfortunately, I couldn't meet him. And, uh, you know, talk to him, but, uh, hopefully he's looking down and enjoying the conversation. So, um, oh, yes. but I, yes, I, re- I really appreciate I want, it. I want to, I'm sorry. And I want to thank you, Juan Mendoza and your lovely wife, Lila, and everything that you've done for us as well. And, um, I mean, and that what you're doing for La Onda, I really think y'all are picking it up. You're part of the reason it's picking up and all the other internet radio stations out there that are because you know what everybody's online now yeah. you know it's different and so you know kudos to you guys to everybody that out there you're doing your part you're doing your part so whenever there's success out there whenever there's good things going on you have to take pride that you you are being part of that as well thank you no, i appreciate it uh we're trying to get everybody in, in line you know it's just a lot of rule changes you know a lot of things are, diff- <laughs> are different now you know 
uh, social media, internet radio. It's not, you know, just FM and M anymore. So, and the rules are yeah. changing, the laws are changing and we have to, you know, conform with it or else we get shut down. And I can't tell you how many emails I got from all these, uh, royalty companies you know threatening to shut me down if we didn't get conformed with everybody you know even though we were conformed wow. with, with a couple of them yes but we didn't know at that point we had to get with all four of them at the same time you know and it was it was kind of different yeah so, and i was trying to educate yeah. these stations tell them hey we gotta we gotta get you know going because if not all of you guys are gonna have to shut down and you know we're gonna have to figure this out but luckily we were able to stay on air and luckily we we're you know we're paying our dues and our fees and everything else. So that's a good thing. And it's keeping us yeah. going and helping out the, well, that's what makes you must chingon. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're still, for some reason, we're still underrated. I don't know why, but we, 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 I think it's just a name, but that's okay. You know, after nine years, of no, you know, I, when I first saw the name, I was like, man, that, that is, that is, that is, you know, that's some cojones there to, to name your station that <laughs> you, you, you can't imagine. It's awesome. You don't forget it. Yeah. You don't, you can't imagine how much heat I took for that though. <laughs> I took a lot. Yeah, of- I, I love it. You, you stand out. That's yeah. my dad always said, don't do what everybody else is doing. Stand out. And yeah. that's what you're doing. You're standing out. Yeah. I, like I said, you can't imagine how much heat I took from that. You know, I'm talking about. Like from people going to church or something like that, they say, oh, it's very disrespectful. And old, old school Tejanos, you know, they're like, oh, that's disrespectful yeah. to Tejano music. You can't say that. I'm like, well, damn, little Joe says it. You know, you got Bonnie Mauricio who says it. You got everybody who says it. And now all the ladies, all the ladies are using chingonas. They're chingonas now. So I was like, okay, mommy, now. But you can't, you can't, you know, you can't deny it now. So, but no, it's, yeah. it's 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 very awesome time. You know, it's a lot of things are changing, and we've been around long it's enough exciting. to see. It's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we've seen a lot of things come and go, and a lot of changes. You know, going on. So, I think right now we're happy. You know, we just gotta keep everybody from fighting each other for some reason. I don't know why, but uh-huh. a lot of drama. But we we stay away from it. Yeah. Unless you know, unless yeah, it, yeah. unless we have to. Stick our foot. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, and and that's why you know you got to be really solid in what you're doing, and 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 know what you're about, so that you know no, no, nobody else can bother you. Whatever well, you should be, we should all be happy for everybody else and what they're doing. You know, I'm doing my thing, but you know what you're doing your thing, and that's awesome. I'm yeah. doing my thing, and that's awesome. And and we need to lift each other up, and 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 it doesn't doesn't help anybody to be bringing anybody down because that doesn't help us as a whole, yeah. as a raza. Yeah, you know. Yeah, very yeah. true, very true. Well, listen, uh, thank you so much for, for your time. I really appreciate it. I understand, you know, the circumstances right now at this point. And, um, you know, you you guys are still, you know, trying to go through the process and everything else, you know. Um, but just like I said, our, our heartfelt prayers and condolences go with you guys. You know, um, hopefully at some point you guys, you know, can manage to, you know, carry on with life. And um, we'll see what happens with the, with the band and the music, you know. Hopefully, you know, you guys continue and... You know, maybe there will be a uh, Gigi Guerrero Los Chicanos out there recording and performing out there. So hopefully that happens. <laughs> yes, Dios quiere, yes. Yeah. All right. And thank you so much. I appreciate it. Everything and, and everything that you're doing. So thank you so much. I, I, I love this. And I'm, I'm doing this with all my heart for my dad. No, no, no problem at all. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, rest in peace. Juan Guerrero, long live his music. And uh, we have it here on the station. And uh, we're happy to have you here anytime you need us. You know, we're always here for you. You know, we're just a message or phone call away. So just let us know. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have daughter of the legendary Mr. Juan Guerrero. We have Miss Gigi Guerrero. And we're going to end the show here with a couple songs that we're going to play for you guys here. And uh, the first one up is, of course, the classic. We have uh, Dique Que Color, which is an awesome, awesome, beautiful song written by Mr. Juan Guerrero. And then we're going to play a couple of the new ones here. We're going to give uh, Gigi a platform, a, a voice here. And we're going to play her single that was uh, called Pero Eso No. And then we're going to end it with uh, Juan Guerrero's last single, Si Me Muero Lejos de Tejas, featuring David Lee Garza. And, of course, uh, produced by Rick Garcia. And I think uh, Ruben Garza, right? Part of that song? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have Miss Gigi Guerrero. Thank you so much, Gigi. Thank you. Por ti 
That's a classic right there. Juan Guerrero y los Chicanos. Dique, que color. That is an awesome jam. And we, of course, we have it every weekend on MasChingonRadio.com. Make sure you guys continue to request it. Make sure you guys play it out there, man. Make sure you guys send some love to Juan Guerrero y los Chicanos. All right. Make sure you guys play it. House parties. You know, send some clips on Facebook and TikTok and everything else. Let everybody know you guys are playing Juan Guerrero y los Chicanos. All right. Here's one of the recent ones. And, of course, this is uh, featuring Miss Gigi Guerrero. And this is their latest, uh, one of their latest recordings. This one is called Pero Eso No. Be there. 
All right, Gigi Guerrero and Juan Guerrero, Los Chicanos. And I uh, want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. That was an awesome interview that we had with Ms. Gigi Guerrero. And uh, like I said, our heartfelt prayers and condolences go out to them, the family, um, for the passing of Mr. Juan Guerrero. Uh, recently passed away, and it was still fresh, and we were supposed to interview him. But uh, nonetheless, it was, it was very exciting. I was glad to interview with uh, Ms. Gigi. Uh, who stood in his in, came in his place and uh, took over the interview, and uh, got to know him a little bit more. Um, like I said, the music lives on. Make sure you guys continue to support uh, Miss Gigi Guerrero, Juan Guerrero, Los Chicanos. Uh, play their music. Like I said, make sure you guys put it out there. Uh, play their music out in the clubs, out in the parties, you know, in your cars. Show some videos. Show some love. You know, uh, we lost a lot of great. Uh, artists you know through the years uh, recently also we lost uh, mr joe bravo uh who's a uh, great entertainer great artist great singer 63 years in the industry um just awesome awesome guy you know i got to meet and hang out with them and drink some beers with them <laughs> you know joke around and have some laughs you know it's very hard uh we're losing some of our uh, legends you know through the years so um and the more we go into this industry, you know, the more we see a lot of things, too. You know, we lost a lot of friends. Um, you know, I've been in the industry almost 20 years and, you know, lost a lot of friends, lost a lot of good legends, lost a lot of people we've talked to over the years. And, uh, you know, it gets hard, you know, but, you know, their legacy lives on. So that's one of the things that we're going to keep trying to have here on the station. And we're going to keep uh, Juan Guerrero's legacy alive, along with all the other great artists, you know, who passed away. Uh, Steve Salas from Tierra who passed away recently as well. We're going to keep the Tira's legacy alive. Uh, Joe Bravo's uh, legacy. You know, we're going to keep all these legends alive somehow, some way <laughs> here on the station. So uh, thank you to Miss Gigi Guerrero uh, for this time. We really appreciate you. And uh, on behalf of Lila Cervantes, Lila Lee's Promotions, my baby. And of course, uh, sponsored by Marisol Tequila, the new face of tequila out of San Antonio, Texas. All right, we're going to uh, let Juan have the last say-so here. And uh, his last recording and this one is called Si Me Muero, Lejos de Tejas, featuring uh, David Lee Garza and Mr. Ruben Garza. Acordeoname, David Lee. Eso. Si muero lejos de Tejas, algo le Voy a encargar que traigan mi cuerpo al valle, porque aquí me han de enterrar. Traiganme derecho a misión, aquí es donde yo nací, siempre al lado de mis padres.
right there by Mr. Juan Guerrero y los Chicanos y me muero lejos de Texas right here in Mastringon Radio Podcast. I was going to say that was it, <laughs> but it wouldn't be right to end it on that note. And uh, we're going to go ahead and play, of course, one of his biggest hits that he had here it was recorded by many other great artists uh, by Miss Elsa Garcia, uh, Ramon Ayala y los Bravos del Norte, and of course, uh, Signo. And many, many other artists. And, of course, you hear it all the time. But we're going to do the original right here for you guys. And uh, we're going to end it on this note right here for sure this time. <laughs> um, one of his classics. And this one is called Yatevi. So uh, rest in peace, Mr. Juan Guerrero. On behalf of Mastering on Radio, Lila Lease Promotions, uh, all of our affiliates. And uh, hopefully you guys have enjoyed the conversation. Hopefully you guys enjoy the music. And uh, thank you to Ms. Gigi Guerrero, all the rest of the family. Uh, we really appreciate this time and uh, glad we got to interview and talk about Mr. Juan Guerrero y los Chicanos. All right, but let's leave it like this and uh, one more song. And this one is called Ya Te Vi. Have a great day. God bless you guys. Be safe. And we'll see you next time on the Mastergon Radio Podcast. Sule!
Laila Lisa Promotions is a leading source for artist promotion and distribution. Laila Lisa Promotions is also registered with the Texas Music Office of the Governor in Austin, Texas. We encourage artists, managers, and record labels to send their music, promo pics, bios, EPKs, and music videos to Lila at LilaLisaPromotions.com. That's Lila at LilaLisaPromotions.com. They will be sent to many radio stations and affiliates across the United States and Mexico. Be sure to contact Lila Lisa Promotions. We would like to congratulate Miss Lila Cervantes on her 10th anniversary in promotions and service to Tejano Music. Congratulations. For more information, contact Lila Lisa Promotions at Lila at LilaLisaPromotions.com. Thanks, Mo. I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves. I hope we pass the audition. <laughs>